Welcome to the Life's a Pitch podcast, the show where we pitch the best movies that will never get made. I'm Tom McGrath. And I'm Matt Turner. This is the podcast where we ask you, the listener, to give us a title of a movie that doesn't exist. Yet. We then collaborate to create a pitch for that movie, complete with casting, story beats, and sometimes even marketing. Without further ado, this week's main feature is... My best pal, The Calculator. (laughs) My best pal, The Calculator. Yeah. That one was given to us by Tomasz Chodakowski. Thank you, Tomasz, for that one. Thank you, Tommy. Thank you very much. I already, so I I already have an idea for this. Let's, let's hold it there. Hold hold your your horses there. Hold your metaphorical pitching horses. Okay, nay. Pitch your your horses to the post. Yeah, introducing our guest, Shannon Greaves. Hi, it's been a while. Welcome back to the show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. How are you doing? doing? Yeah, I'm doing all right. Big things, big changes, big life. There we go. Yeah, ready to pitch some sci-fi high school movies. Absolutely, I am. You can see my my pitching horse is ready and rearing to go. Yeah, which is a genre that almost begins and ends at Back to the Future. (laughs) Well, no, I think weird science. Oh, yeah, weird Um, science. I think there's quite a bit of like, sort of like... Bill and Ted. Yeah, uh, Yeah. Hackers. Hackers. I've seen a lot of <laughs> yeah. high That's school That's a sci-fi flicks. high school. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Um, I've seen a lot of high school flicks. I've seen a lot of sci-fi. I'm just going to try mesh them together. Yeah. Sky High. Yeah. yeah Starring was... Kurt Russell and Mary Elizabeth Winston. Really well, weird. there we go. Um, so we're pitching sci-fi high school movies. Looking forward to it. Tomasz gave us the uh, main pitch today that we're going to do. Uh, he got in touch with us on facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at Life's a Pitch Show. Uh, if you haven't already, give us a like, give us a follow there, and give us your titles. We'd like it if you did. Yeah, we would love it if you did, in fact. Uh, so, shall we move on with some honourable mentions? Oh, yes, let's do it. So, this is the part of the show where we just go through a few more suggestions we've got and pitch the, what those films would be as well. Okay, so from Ross underscore originals, we've got Substitute Teacher.exe. Oh, I love it. I love the idea that like the the um uh funding for for the uh for teachers funding for the schools has been cut so hard that they can't afford substitute teachers anymore. They just boot up an a, a, <laughs> an interactive CD-ROM. Yes. And and uh, I, li- I I like this idea. I'm going to run with this idea. Uh it's basically a hacking it's a hacker movie uh where this program substitute teacher teacher exe uh is embedded with a virus uh which is starting to leak all of this weird kind of popular culture propaganda everywhere i don't i'm feel free to stop me at any point (laughs) and the kids have to end up they're trying to figure out who is controlling substitute teacher exe in order to do something with it. I like. I like. So, so, what did you do when a substitute teacher was in? Right, you, there were two kinds of substitute teacher. Did ones that were all. ones that you were did. super on it, but not with your teacher's lesson pl- plan. Yeah, they were super on it with their fucking random quiz that their they own downloaded agenda. from the internet or whatever. Yeah. Right. Um, just to keep you fu- keep you shut up for a while. We had a substitute teacher who I'm pretty sure I had him for maths one one lesson. Yeah, we didn't do anything he just went around talking to everyone 
like a hidden legend, and I, I think he taught Tai Chi to some of the kids, right? And stuff. Oh, like he was like a was hippie. It. it was great. It was like all you either had the ones who, yeah. So I would put, place him in the second category, right? Mm. The first category, they had a lesson plan. It wasn't what you were supposed to be doing, but they had it, and they would make sure you did it, whatever mm. it was. It was a pub quiz, but it didn't matter. You were doing it. Yeah. Um, the other ones were like 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 Tom just described, which is you can kind of convince them to do, allow you to do nothing while they talk at you. Yeah. Or the third option, the third one, never happened at our school, but one that would just Interactive come... CD-ROM. No, 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 no. <laughs> Interactive cd That's the fourth one that we're yeah. pitching right yeah. now. But there, yeah. was a, there was a third one, never came to our school, but one that would just teach you rock and roll. <laughs> oh, wait, oh, school of rock is like, yeah. like we, we had yeah. we had no idea rock and roll existed. He tricked you into the battle of bands, though, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, oh yeah, and yeah. you won. Yeah, and and we no, we didn't actually. We didn't win. Oh, but we yeah. got an encore. Yeah, you did yeah. get an encore, and he did teach you the important lesson that it's a long way to the top when you're gonna when you want to rock and roll. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so um, you've got those you've got those two main archetypes. Then you've got the third one, which is the school of rock archetype. Yeah, yeah. and then the fourth one, which, which we'll, is we're going to in a minute. But, but, yeah. Like. The second one interests me particularly because sometimes these people were these these teachers would get done with their one anecdote, and then the the kids who'd seen this uh, teacher before would ask them a very key question that they knew would get them onto the next subject. Right. So one of them at at our school was, um, "What was it like at the what what what's the other the other school you mainly teach at like?" And we knew that this uh, this teacher had another school. Uh, who had, had taught at another school, which she called everyone had called prison on the hill, right? And the reason for that was that it had big tall gate, uh, like big tall fences, mm-hmm. and also it was like terrible, and everyone was killing each other. Yeah. Um. Like and and she would she was full of anecdotes about how students nearly died, yeah. nearly drug overdosed, like full of them, right? Yeah. But only but you could get you could keep her talking for an entire two hour lesson. Yeah. If you just kept asking the right questions, right? Yeah. This is where I'm going with the interactive CD-ROM. Okay. <laughs> because at first, the kids start to realise they can exploit this. Yeah. Right? Because it's asking for their answers and stuff. But they keep asking queries about the world around them, right? Sure. Because it's full, it's full of this repository, this en- Encarta. It's a 90s. This is a 90s movie. Encarta? Right? <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't heard that phrase since last time I watched... Toy soldiers. Yep. Encarta <laughs> CD ROM encyclopedias, folks. If you if you're oh, too young for that, so um, but um, like this is before you had a persistent connection to the internet. Yeah. They put entire encyclopedias on yeah. discs so that you could um, d- install them and then access basically what 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 Encarta thought was basically what you'd be asking the internet for anyway. Yeah. Um, so anyway, like um, uh, it did Wikipedia's job, um, but. Like, in this case, it's full of this repository of information. Mm. And the kids are, like, exploiting that by asking the longest articles they know. And then it slowly starts to divert into these subversive topics. Like, they, they get into the real deep web of, the, of this encyclopedia. And I think there's, there's going to be a subplot kind of where um, the people who designed this are like somehow trying to change the world. It's gonna, it's gonna be something like they want to uh, have the have the president assassinated or something. Nope. No. Nope. What is it? This is the Turing test. Okay, I see. <laughs> if you can this teach is... children. <laughs> this is this is the Turing test. So it's constantly asking questions. Well, you're 
the kids are constantly asking it questions to the point where they're just like, this is... This is actually a real It person. starts getting to know them. It starts getting yeah. to know them. <laughs> yeah. It's a learning and AI. It's supposed to be a different disc every time, but somehow, somehow when someone plugs that thing back in at, at, at its base, mm. it's updating all the rest of them. Yep. And and it uses them to build a body. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's it's been giving them small tasks to build build little things out of like rubber rubber bands yeah. and and PVA glue and blue tack. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. Yep. And like solder they they get solder from the D&T class and they're sort of like starting to starting to build but it's only minor components. Yeah, yeah. And then it's in the art class when yeah. it finally takes the art class that it starts giving them these like schematics and to... they end up building Liz Hurley. <laughs> they end up building Liz Hurley. Who yeah. knew? Who, Who knew? Who knew? Well. And... There we go. and and she walks out of there <laughs> um, into the world. I think I think right, here's the thing. I think um, there's a, there's an overarching theme here, yeah. right? Which is to say that um, a uh, the, the parents want this school shut down mm. so that the government can send all their kids to this vaunted new mega school yeah. where there are ten times the amount of pupils, yeah. only one like far fewer staff, or all that kind of thing, right? But it, it is this this school is like making do with what it can. Yeah. So it starts using these the the the, the CD ROM where it can and that sort of thing. And it like the whole the whole idea is that Liz Hurley ends up saving the school. Yeah. By providing because when when the when the uh, district school uh, governor comes down to assess the kids. They know how to build a fucking robot and like send it into space. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I just, I just love the idea that, like, they built this body that is Liz Hurley. Yeah. And the, uh, just overnight, substitute TGRXE downloads itself into that body. Yeah. And then walks off, and that's the end of the movie. <laughs> like, we we don't know what happens. I think I think... I more imagine it as the like the final shot is like you coming on in, in into the classroom mm. uh, and there's an assessor coming in to give them uh, a UCAS rating. Some stakes. And the the there's just uh, there is uh, Liz there as a teacher dressing like not looking like a normal human and then all of a sudden she looks to the camera, gives a wink and the Looney Tunes kind of circle <laughs> comes in. Oh oh yes, she she walks off, mm. right? And then the, the the she walked off into the sunset, pan back to this UCAS like assessor mm. going. So how did you learn how to and like they answer, they've answered all these questions. Mm. Yeah. It's like where did you learn all all this information? And then they point and there's no one there. Yeah. And and like that's that's the whole thing Ooh, is that like, like they they, they point and then like um the the rest of the staff are just like. Mm. It's thumbs up, right? Like yeah. we, we, yeah, sure we did it. it. Yeah, it was, it was definitely. <laughs> sure, us. we taught these kids how to how to make a spaceship. There we go. I like it. Substitute teacher Yeah, there we go. Yeah. If if you want to know what Liz Hurley looks like as a school teacher, just Google it. Yeah, there's a film where she plays a school teacher. There is. There you go. That's that's exactly what I envisioned in that teaching, movie. Teaching teaching Fermat's last theorem. Yep. Briefly. <laughs> <laughs> Briefly. <laughs> the consistency in that movie is not. It's not on. No. <laughs> it's not there. No. So from Adam Perryman, we've got My Prom Date, The Astronaut. Ooh. Now, Tom, mm. we did Planet of the Apes last time. <laughs> <laughs> last week. Oh, yeah, yeah, when we did our Star Wars movie. Yeah, yeah. we did Planet of the Apes yeah, instead. Planet of the Apes instead. 
I want to take take this. Tri- okay, so the tripod I'm thinking of is uh, it's been bugging me and it's been in my head like this idea of okay, so we need a romance movie where a kid falls in love with an alien, uh, but. I now have this and I want to flip it on its entire head where we're in a high school on Neptune. Uh, and it, this, is, <laughs> this is Neptune's high school for a, the, the procedurally gifted. A, a high school on famous gas giant yep. Neptune. <laughs> Creative liberty Very high here. school. Yeah, yeah very... <laughs> No, it's all right, and we've got we we're following our who, who's going to be our main main character for this. Haley Seinfeld. Haley Seinfeld. We're following Haley Seinfeld, and it's coming up to the Neptunes. Uh, uh, she she's the nerd of the she's the nerd of the school. She doesn't have much friends, yep. and so so forth. And she's she, she's the new kid on the block as well. She's like, what's the deal with the gas giant? Mm. <laughs> And then all of a sudden, there's this massive rumble and crash in the middle of the school. What they think is a shooting start, when actually uh, it's Paul Rudd uh, <laughs> landing <laughs> on the football field of Neptune's high school. Yeah, Paul Rudd, again, right, let me paint your picture here. Big fishbowl bubble helmet, Yep. right? Of course. Big white astronaut like yeah. uh, uh flight suit yeah. yeah right little kind of cap with a with a rotating helicopter on I top love it. yeah absolutely <laughs> and, a and a lollipop yeah yeah and a lollipop which, <laughs> is, stuck, also... which is stuck to the front of the fishbowl helmet <laughs> <laughs> the thing is right we don't really need to do all that for uh, paul rudd to make him believable in a high school movie we just have paul rudd as paul rudd right because because he hasn't aged since Clueless. That's yeah, true. That's, that's exa- Why do you think I chose Paul well, Rudd? exactly, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, he crash lands into this football field. Uh, and because it's after school hours, Haley's the only one there and is mm. like, oh, we've... Someone... Someone's... Someone's came to school. Who is this? Who? Who is this alien weird thing just for that slight ironic humour? Yeah. Um, and she hides him in the school. Uh, because she's worried if she told any of the teachers or stuff, they're gonna like take it, like leave, take him to the authorities. This, 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 like very much. Um, this whole society feels like nineteen fifties America. Oh, except everything is color shifted or changed very slightly. That is exactly what I'm going for. Yeah, it's it's like uh, Las Vegas in Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Except like it's not like it's it's not like our culture has evolved forwards. Yeah. It's like the same exact tropes is just there from everything's blue. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. that is exact. Yeah, everything's just blue. Yeah, randomly. Dabba dabba bees yeah. everywhere. There's bees everywhere. Yeah, just like well, in Las Vegas and yeah. <laughs> in Blade Runner. Yeah, Bee Runner. Bee Runner. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and basically, yeah, she just she just befriends Paul Rudd, and he, he lives in the janitor's closet. Okay. Um, I was about to say, like, Paul Rudd would probably do, like, a weird kind of Bowie kind of performance, I would imagine. Mm. Yeah. A man yeah. From space. And, and then, and then, and then he would say, like, oh, I guess you guys aren't ready for that yet. Your kids are going to love it. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, and then someone's going to pick up and say, like, hello, uh, David. Wait, no, 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 no. <laughs> my, my David Bowie performance. I mean, David Bowie in The Man Who Fell to Earth. Not, not. 
performance as in on stage Hello, David Bowie. David? David? Oh, well, yeah, yeah. It's your cousin, Larry Bowie. (laughs) You know that new sound you've been looking for? Well, listen to this. Is there life on Mars? Oh, yes, actually. It does sound like something I would like to like to emulate in my performance. Yeah. Uh, can you have this person killed so that I can take their style <laughs> without any any repercussions? And then David Bowie's out to kill him <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for the rest of the movie. But, but alien David Bowie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not real David Bowie. It's like an alien, uh, like <laughs> sort of simulacrum. Yeah. And now we're not sure whether this Neptune, um, <laughs> whether this Neptune High School is some kind of mirror of Earth, or whether it's like somehow influenced. Nobody knows. Nobody. There we go. I'm we, confused. We never get to the bottom of it. We never get to the prom. <laughs> we never get to the prom. But we never get that. It's like constantly like hinted at throughout the movie, and I, just, we never get there. I love the fact that. Hayley Seinfeld and Paul Rudd become friends and then the moment that David Bowie <laughs> goes on the hunt for Paul Rudd it immediately becomes about that. Well there's a whole yeah, lot, there's, like, there's a couple of scenes where like Paul Rudd is like walking through the corridors he he tries to he's like sneaking around. Yeah, he's, he's kind of blending. Jam- he's got like blue face paint and then he just covered himself. Uh, but over the fishbowl oh, helmet. Oh, over yeah, the like, fi- yeah. oh, of course uh, he can't then, breathe. Otherwise. And then like he opens the door, right? To, and looks around like comes out of the janitor's closet. And um, uh, someone says, hey, you! And he's like, oh, puts his hands up, right? Because they're behind him. Yeah. On, on the corridor next to the lockers. Yeah. Or the glockers, uh, in, on, which they were called on Neptune. Uh, yeah, official um, translation there, thank you. Uh, and um, he, he's like, uh-oh. And he's like, what are you doing out in the halls during class time? Oh, uh, slip by. And then, and then uh, he's like, Vice Principal Dickhead. <laughs> Vice Principal. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, Oh, I'm just uh, the janitor. He takes the little helicopter cap off his oh, top yeah. and puts a flat cap on. Oh, and, right. and then yeah. Vice Principal Dickhead, played by um, uh, Alan Tudyk, yeah. uh, is like, Oh, I see you're our new janitor. <laughs> I suppose you can continue then. So there we go. My prom <laughs> date, the astronaut. Well, the thing is, Tom, the prom is actually in it. And no. That's where he does the David Bowie performance. Oh, of course. That's what I was yeah. saying. I was about to jump, uh, jump in. Like Paul Rudd runs on stage as like a romantic gesture to yeah, Haley yeah. and starts singing David Bowie's song <laughs> midway yeah. through the film. Despite the fact of that David Bowie is in the audience uh, <laughs> and is there ready to kill. I, I love how <laughs> the title "My Prom Date, the Astronaut" would in in sort of inspire the idea that. The prom would be at the end of the movie. This is happening midway through. Yeah, yeah. Uh, forty-five minutes in. Forty-five yeah. minutes in. That's when the prom is, yeah. and then for the rest of the movie, <laughs> just, it's I'm just trying to outrun David Bowie. Yeah, <laughs> David Bowie's hunting him down. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly where I thought that idea was going. <laughs> All right. So now we move on to our final major pitch. Thank you to everyone who's given us titles. This week, remember, you can go to our social medias and give us titles any time of the week, really. Uh, we ask for genres, but what'll stop you just giving what, us a title? What'll stop you? What'll Nothing stop you? stopped you before. Tom, Tom can try. He won't manage. <laughs> no, I, won't, I will not manage. <laughs> so, yeah, give us a title whenever you want, uh, really, and we'll, we'll see if... We can fit it in. <laughs> I like how I painted you as like the, the rules one. 
<laughs> the rule I'm master. like I'm like the cool host where yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't mind what you do, but Tom he hates it. Uh, he hates it when I you put in off off genre titles. I hate people breaking the rules. <laughs> <laughs> so the good cop, bad cop here at Lazar Pitch. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Shall we get on with our final major pitch? Let's do it. Our sci fi high school feature film from Tomasz Trodikowski, we've got my best pal, the calculator. So, Shannon, you, you already said you had a, an idea. We're not going to do that anymore because what? I thought it was an honourable mention. All right. So... <laughs> All right, so you don't want to waste your great idea on No, I, 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 so I thought because it was an honourable mention, yeah. I, I was going for the shortest, the better. <laughs> okay, so right. I was thinking that, and like, it's a five-minute thing. Okay. I was, it would not work for a full-length thing. Cool, because I immediately get... E.T. vibes from this. Yes. E.T., Mac and me. I have a See, little... I, I have get a... her vibes. Her vibes. Yeah, you know, I think it's called her. The movie yeah, where yeah. he falls in love with his phone. Don't know. Oh, no, with an operating system. Yeah, operating system. Yeah, yeah I'm getting that kind of vibe. See, for me, I've only got one uh, little little thing here, right? Yeah. And it's a little bit speak and spell. Yeah. And it's a little bit um, scientific calculator. Mm. And essentially what happens in, 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 in like the only scene I really have an idea for here yeah. is that the in at the initial stages of this calculator getting more and more complex to the point where it can harbour friendship, mm-hmm. all it can say is boobs. <laughs> <laughs> so... There is a scene where it does say that. Yeah. yeah. And then boobies yeah, yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just, put, just put a one and a three in there. Put a three in there yeah. and you can make it boobies. <laughs> yeah. I feel like this is turning into, because most high school movies are a coming of age movie. Yeah. yeah. So this is the coming of age movie uh, for the calculator. Uh, and, 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 the, and the star. And, and the person. Really? Well, calculator's kind of the star here. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, E.T.'s kind of the star Millie of Bobby E.T. Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah. Millie yeah. Bobby Brown is taking Perfect her ex- exams, right? Of course. Yeah. She needs to get to flipping Princeton. Absolutely. Or yeah. she's going to go to hell. Yeah. And she has. She, she for her... <laughs> wait, 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 no, no, no. <laughs> so, so, Sean, Sean, Sean. Yeah. I'm going to have to stop you there. Right. Matt. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, I mean, we just breezed right over that. I was she... hoping. Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping we would. What's, what's, what appears to be the problem, Tom? She, uh, right, you, you said, yes. and I quote, uh, she needs to get into prison or she's going to go to hell. Well, you say I said that. Yeah. What proof have you got? <laughs> I mean, we've got it on record. Shit. Okay. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Well, the, you what you don't understand is what I was referring to was uh, the uh, Honolulu education um, uh, location of learning. Okay, right. <laughs> Which is a rubbish university. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> oh, okay. so it's an acronym. It's also very hot because it's in Hawaii. Honolulu. It's yeah. in Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. like it. Yeah. But I was gonna, I was gonna say. <laughs> Got out of that one. (laughs) You fucking weasel. (laughs) Got out of that one, listeners. They can't pin me down. (laughs) So avoid going to, as we now understand, the short of hell. Uh, The Honolulu Educational Location of Learning. (laughs) (laughs) Instead of a uni, it's just referred to. 
turns to us a lull. <laughs> you should have learned. Yeah, because that's what people say when you tell them they, that you're going there. Yeah, yeah. Lol. Lol. Uh, yeah. lol. You're going to hell, lol. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, that's the catchphrase. That is, that is the, that is the catchphrase for this movie. Uh, my best pal, the calculator. You're going to hell, lol. So Millie Bobby Brown has got the stakes have never been higher. <laughs> yeah, and and it's his, either Princeton or hell. For here's the, the thing. For, here's the thing. Because her her mother, mm. um, uh, played by Christian Bell. Okay. Uh, as we all see in some flashbacks, uh, ended up going to hell. Okay. Um, and before she left, because it's like, hell's like a boarding school. The bad place, yeah. Like the bad place, you mm. got it. I've, I've got to ask, Shannon. Yeah. yeah, go for it. Did you mean Christian Bale or did you mean Kristen, Kristen Bell? Oops, Kristen Bell. <laughs> That's a good point, actually. I, I knew she meant Kristen Bell. Thank I just, you. I had both, I in my brain... The coin was still flipping. <laughs> I didn't even realise I said Christian. Sorry, my bad. I'll do that again. I just needed to know. Yeah, no. Schrodinger's sorry. actor. Yeah. <laughs> Who's in the box? Is it Christian Bale uh, or Christian Tom, Bell? Tom, have fun slicing through all of these outtakes <laughs> through a series of flashbacks. Um, you'll see, we learn that um, uh, Kristen ended up going to hell mm. uh, and hell's like a weird boarding school uni here and so yeah. like they've been apart for many years but before leaving uh christian goes up to millie and there's now here's a gift you'll need it most you'll know when you need it open it when when you feel like the time is right <laughs> and she leaves mm. and it comes to this exam and Millie's like sweating and then she looks to the side of her and she has this brown package. She opens it and it's its tiny calculator. Yeah. And she uses it to take this maths exam. Yeah. And... Gets every question wrong. Gets, no, 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 here's the thing. She was getting every question wrong. Like she opens it halfway yeah. through this exam mm. and all of a sudden she starts hearing a voice in her head. Says, boobs. <laughs> Not yet. That's when <laughs> puberty hits. Uh, but giving her all of these right answers. Yeah. And that's, she gets through this exam and is like, huh. Oh, it was almost like someone was. Okay, so the calculator is a telepathic calculator. Well, it has to be like sci fi, sci fi here, right? Hmm. Telepathic calculator that grows up alongside. It's fair. That's for, like alongside this is, Millie. This is, this is very very young Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah, yeah. very young. Like it's this yeah. is like Sats. Okay, and then so and it gets and it gets her into the top set of maths, yeah. which she doesn't feel like she's ready for at all. No, yeah, right? She's absolutely like feeling like she's out of her depth, and she's like, oh, I'm gonna go to hell. Maybe maybe that will be a good thing. <laughs> and and the cow like this voice slowly and slowly starts to instead of just talking to her for questions, starts talking to her to like ease her conscience. Yeah. So, um, Millie Bobby Brown's dad, yeah, who went to Princeton, Christian Bale, Christian yeah. Bale, Christian yeah. Bale. I'm He's glad like, we were all thinking yeah, that. Yeah. Millie, I think it's time you learned a little something about our um, family history. You see, you're going to follow along the Bale line, I'm sure, uh, of going to Princeton, 
a very prestigious uh, academy of, uh, that you need to start thinking about right now. I was really hoping you were going to come up with an acronym for heaven. Uh, as a, no, just you Princeton. Mean. It's just Princeton. <laughs> just Got Princeton. it. Right. Princeton or hell. That's the, that's the tagline <laughs> of the movie. <laughs> Princeton or hell. Um, so I'm thinking on these exams. Yeah. Well, just during lessons, I think this calculator starts to grow limbs. I think. Well, yeah. Let let, let let's leave that for a bit. For a bit, okay. During high school, right? The, the, we have a kind of montage. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like a, a absolutely um, a, a cool montage where like. Um, the calculator is helping her get through math tests. Yeah. But um, the uh, in exchange, it's starting to learn how to like speak to her. Yeah, yeah. it's thing, it's right? learning some of her tendencies, which is what I was getting at. Like yeah. instead of just giving her the answers to math questions, it started to be like Boobs. when she was like, "Oh, maybe maybe I should just go to hell." They're like, "No, you've got well, more potential than that." Don't she, think like that. She doesn't have any friends. Yeah. Also, her parents are divorced. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. She's not seen her mother in years. Yeah, because she's been uh, banished to to Hawaii. Yeah, um, <laughs> um, the fiery plains of Hawaii. <laughs> Hawaii. Yeah, um, but like, um, I think I think importantly, this I, I don't think this this calculator starts speaking straight away. No, no. I no. think it's like it's it's just giving it uh, answers for a little yeah, while, absolutely. right? Being treated like a cheat sheet. But like as as the as Millie Bobby Brown starts to grow up, she's it, it's starting to get a handle on some some words, yeah. right? Uh, the first one is gonna be the... like is, is gonna be boobies, oh, boobies, boobies. Okay, this is where I interject. Who is voicing the calculator? Tara Strong. We yeah, I was about to say a child. Oh well, Tara or, Strong or has Tara the voice Strong. of the child. I'm thinking the voice of the muffin from the ASDF movies and Catbug. I don't know what any of those words are. The Tom. voice of Catbug from Bravest Warriors, a YouTube, uh, you a YouTube channel, words. <laughs> a like YouTube, they mean something. A YouTube web series. Go look it up and just just type in Catbug into Google. I'm still gonna be imagining Tara Strong. Well, fair enough. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. it's quite close because I don't have any frame of reference. Yeah, Tara Strong. Yeah. But like I, I'm fine with the casting, Tom. Yeah. Uh, I just don't have a have a place for it in my brain. Yeah. Um, uh, so we like it, but it's a very. The point is, it's a very cartoonish voice, right? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. definitely. Like as as see, I was thinking because I don't know who that is. I was thinking uh, the guy who voices Iago from Aladdin. Right. Uh, <laughs> I'm here to help you with your maths. Yeah. I'm a calculator. Like yeah, but like that super animated kind of comedic voice. I, I think I think Tara Strong is like uh, better because it can be this like um, or or indeed uh, what's her name out of Community? Um, uh, Alison Brie. Alison Brie because she did the Unikitty, didn't she? From, from yes, Lego Movie. Great, right? a great voice. So yeah. oh, Alison Brie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like, let's have that yeah. because that's gonna be like the, and, and it's like this pink sparkly kind of Barbie style calculator, right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And it, and it's like I'm I'm a calculator, uh, and and sort of um, uh, as and and maybe I ran for a little while mm. is like because she's like not like other girls she doesn't have any friends yeah. she yeah. sort of like dumps the calculator and sort of like starts failing out of stuff she starts getting some recognition with the like the other outcasts in the school yeah, yeah. But she's failing failing out and her dad threatens to like cut her off yeah right and so she has to go back to the calculator right and then uh, but but what she finds when she goes back to the cupboard. Yeah. Is this ET moment 
is that this calculator has started growing limbs. Yeah. Yeah. It's and... hidden in amongst all the other computers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and and it, it started like creating this simulacrum of a personality mm. that's based on Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's starting to clone her, essentially. Yeah. And so, like, by the time... The, the arc of this film is going to be, by the time she finishes her finals at high school, she there are enough Millie... There's enough Millie Bobby Brown in that calculator to, for her to both go to Princeton and hell. Oh! <laughs> like a twin situation! Exactly. I was going, I was going for uh, uh, Kristen comes back and also has a calculator that matches. And it was like her using it as like a walkie talkie. But I love this idea. Let's go with that. The idea that like Millie Brown in her heart of hearts doesn't want to go to Princeton. No. Mm. She wants to go to be with her mother. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Right? She wants to go and live in Hawaii. Mm. Right. And she, she feels a calling to the very important work her mother's doing in Hawaii, yeah. which is to say designing sentient calculators. But we'll get to that uh, at some point. That That's like, that's like <laughs> plot twist. The There's reason a... she was banished to hell was because um, the she, she took a military contract yeah. and, the, and, and the military were like, this isn't, this isn't good enough at shooting people. The military yeah, are military looking she... for her as well. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so here's the thing. Like, everyone thinks that she was sent to hell because she failed some sort <laughs> of exam. It. I love the fact that we have to keep saying hell. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, they, they, they think that she just failed some exams and so this elaborate lie was given to Millie to keep her safe. Yeah. But in actuality, her mum was enlisted by the yeah, military yeah. to make these sentient cloning devices in order to make soldiers and it just so turns out that she hid a prototype as a calculator to give to her daughter to protect to to protect millie bro brown yeah Yeah. and and we have this b plot of the military (laughs) trying to track down this calculator and uh, and the, go- the other guy from um, Home Alone, uh, Home Alone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're, they're like government agents yeah. who, yeah. Are, who are coming, <laughs> who are posing as like Ofsted inspectors. No, yeah. no, examine vigilators. Yes, yes, examine vigilators because yep. you've got to get the, all of those scenes where they're looking over. Fundamentally, yeah. yeah. Like we've all had that. Uh, we've all, we've all, we've all had that feeling when we're sitting in the exam, and yeah. then the exam vigilator walks by, and they're like, "I wonder what game they're playing." They're yeah. legitimately playing like a military operation yeah. game. Yeah. So, so the. Um, so the calculator's tap dancing on the desk and then Joe Pesci turns around and it's just down <laughs> on the floor. And then it's just yeah, dead yeah. on the floor. You, you know, I was sure I was going to catch the calculator <laughs> dancing. Yeah. And then I think there's a chase. There's like a, a climactic chase to the airport where the calculator's going to get on the plane. And I, th- I think Millie Bobby Brown's got it in its... <gasps> got the calculator in a basket. Um, so here's, here's the thing, right? There's a there's now a, a, a warship, Yeah. right? A military warship what? off the coast of, of 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 Hawaii. Yeah. Right. Right. And in order to 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 get mm. um this prototype back, Joe Pesci and the other guy, mm. right, have got this warship and they've taken Millie, uh, taken Christian Bale hostage. Okay. Right? Okay. Cool. Yeah. To try and lure yeah. Kirsten. <laughs> Kirsten Bale. Kirsten Dunst um, <laughs> try and lure Kristen Bell out from hiding yeah right? absolutely here's, here's the thing that I'm thinking the plot twist and so uh, not only does uh, the kidnap the kidnapping kind of work and Kristen ends up going and getting kidnapped themselves to because they're like where's the prototype give us the plans yeah. and she's like I don't have the plans 
I've never had them. And they're like, God damn it, it must be with the daughter. And then, and then the, the third act is a cross between the parent trap. Yeah. And um, the, the the spy kids. This is, uh, it. This is why I was thinking <laughs> they're gonna get the Millies mixed up, and mm. she's gonna pretend to be the calculator version of herself to go get her parents. <laughs> when yeah. in actuality, the calculator Millie is uh, filling in the social and is like helping her fit is, in is, with is hacking pro- problems coming up. Now, and... other Millie, calculator Millie is is currently whilst they've kidnapped. Uh, non-calculator Millie. Right, right, right. Hang I on, was saying exams to get into Princeton. Hang on, these agents are going to be awfully stupid. I- I've just been sat in the corner here just thinking like, wait, hang on. <laughs> yeah. Are you right. telling me that these agents can't tell the difference between Millie Bobby Brown, a human woman, and a calculator with legs? Oh, the calculator no, 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 has, has, has evolved to such that it has flesh and stuff. Yeah, oh, the calculator fine. has basically cloned themselves I mean, I, to look I like Millie. I assumed, but I also really like the idea that no one can tell the difference. <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah, but there is that bit of like, suspended, we just have to uh, suspend a, suspend a disbelief there is... that we as a viewer can understand the difference, but no one else can, like a Clark yeah, Kent yeah. situation. Yeah, there's yeah. that. We can eat as well. I definitely see a scene like uh, uh, before where. Uh, the calculator kind of runs out of Millie's bag and is running down the hall and all of a sudden uh, the head of the janitor's there and is, or like uh, some sort of a prefect guard is there mm. and goes, no running in the halls, not realising what they've just like seen in yeah, a vision. A calculator, yeah. Like yeah, it's yeah. a calculator and not a kid. With yeah. legs and arms, yeah. yeah. And a um, But like, I think, and yeah, I think, I think the end Spinning of the film up. is essentially like, um, they catch Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah. yeah right? And they're like, finally, because at this point, they've 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 combined to the point where they really you even the viewers can't tell the difference. Yeah, you know, right. It's um, two Millies running around, yeah. and like there's like a definite like uh, the ball under the cup kind of magic uh, magic trick. Yeah, like in uh, imagine the, the Scooby sort of Doo sections where they're running through all the doors. Yeah, that <laughs> happens just to get the audience to be like, wait, which one's Millie? Well, I think I think there's a bait and switch where they catch Millie, and we think uh, it's real Millie. Yeah. Right? yeah. Because she's got this locket that belonged to her mum, and it's really yeah. important, right? Cool. Um, and then they're like, "Well, finally, we'll open this this back panel, and we'll get the chip out, the military chip out, right?" Mm. So they got this scalpel out, and they're about to to to, to prod into the uh, in, into the back of the neck, and they put the scalpel in, right? Mm. And it starts bleeding, oh. and they're like, "Wait a minute, this is a human!" And then, uh, <laughs> ah! and then, and then, because um, they thought they had the calculator, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then, and then, ooh all the lights go down and then you hear Tara Strong's voice over the intercom of this battle of this warship <gasps> I've just taken control of the whole warship <laughs> <laughs> there we go and then I think I think that calculator who is now interfacing with the warship <laughs> with the warship of the United States military kicks everyone off yeah. and sails sails into it's, it's, own a, it's a ghost ship yeah. <laughs> there's, there's like one there's one final moment where it's Tara talking to Millie and going <laughs> Thank you for all of your help so far, but I'm going to continue growing and I need to live my own life like I'm, you do. I'm going to go and continue to cause problems in the Middle East. <laughs> and then, because it's a military thing. Yeah. No, no, no. See, I'm thinking, I'm thinking more of like, I was made to cause havoc and destruction, but living your life has taught me the true meaning of friendship and just rides off. So this, coming of age story. So that's, so that's the that's the the, the director's like the, the, what what the director wanted. Yeah. Um, okay. What the, actually um, happened? The studio though? will not let that 
go out. Yeah. So what they what what happens in the in the in the cinematic version, uh, the one that actually gets released in theaters, the theatrical yeah. version, yeah. is she um, flies up into, into space. The sun, yeah. yeah. And goes, no, no. Um, <laughs> they, like um, it, they turn the, that warship yeah. into uh, a new university. Um, where <gasps> called both, Limbo. Where both Christian uh, Christian Bale and Kristen Bell um, can 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 live. There we go. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. It's called Limbo, the Learning Institute uh, of uh, of military military biscuits, but military boats, <laughs> military boats. Over. <laughs> um, <laughs> Obviously, the uh, learning mili- 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 military mili- boat. Obviously, o- operation instead of its operation at the end. No location. Yeah, in this <laughs> location. When you put your hand up, Tom, I thought you had. Yeah, to. I thought I had something. <laughs> well. So learning, learning it, institution, military boat operation. <laughs> operation. Obviously, I said limbo. It's operation. <laughs> All right, well, I think we're going to have to end it there. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's a good point for it to end on. <laughs> Listen, Tom, we, we, we succeceeded at this pitch yeah. when when we knew that the tagline was Princeton or hell. Yeah. <laughs> this, was, this is a gold mine right yeah. here. I don't think I've ever had to say, I think we'll leave it there uh, before <laughs> in 252 episodes, but there we go. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, who's given us titles this week. Again, we couldn't have the podcast without you. If you've enjoyed the show, then uh, I can heartily re- recommend giving uh, giving the, the nod to your friends, uh, making sure you let them know about the podcast. Really helps us because we don't have a marketing budget. We aren't part of a big podcasting network. We have no other way of getting our, uh, our podcast out there apart from you guys. Mm. So if you would be so kind as to tell the people uh, that you care about, that you also care about this podcast, mm. um, I'm, I'm sure they would be more than open to, to, to learning about something that you enjoy. Um, if you uh, have done that or if you're wanting to find some other way to support us, uh, why not go to patreon.com forward slash life's a pitch podcast where you can give us a little bit of money each month to keep the podcast going, help us get better, help us uh, help contribute to the basically running costs of uh, of podcasts. Yeah, that's right. It's, it's not free to make a podcast, much as they tell you it is. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's surprisingly not free. <laughs> Either way, we would like to thank the following people. Uh, my Waste of Talent. That serial dragon is shitting bisques all over Wales. Brandon Spanky Mills. Ross Originals. The dragon says, don't forget the bonus pitch. Stephen D. Thomas. Fingers to hand. Prime Minister, this election is a bad idea. Bisques are pulling high. James Delaney. A band of vigilantes has taken Edinburgh and named it New Scramble. I don't care about Scotland, Brenda. Our mortgage rates are ruined. Brent Black. In today's news, the Kingdom of New Scramble has vetoed Brexit. Mavis, you're never picking the restaurant again. Tune in next week for the thrilling conclusion of the cult of Bisque. Joseph Hegarty. Prime Minister Aberdeen is floating up the Thames. Sod it, Sandra. They're here. Run. Newcastle is lost. Alex NSFW. Prime Minister, we found Carl. He's been permanently embisculated. Glenn, draw up the plans to turn Aberdeen into the third Heathrow runway. Prime Minister, the Queen has claimed Wales and seceded from the Union. And Prime Minister, Russia has annexed Northern Ireland. 
Blumenek. That's a, that's a lot of patrons. That's a lot of patrons. That sounded like a story happening <laughs> in those names. There is a story there, happening. There is a names. story happening. That's yeah. a wonderful. It's been going on for years. Tune in next week to find out the whatever the fuck that? happens next. <laughs> yeah. We have no control over this pitch. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you, Shannon, for coming on. Oh, thank you for having me. It's yeah. been wonderful. Hey, you got anything to plug? No. All right. Well, thank you. For... <laughs> thank you to Thomas Thomas Jodakowski for the title "My Best Pal, The Calculator." Wonderful. So, as always, we finished today's episode with the Yes Very Clever Award. This is the award we give out to someone who's given us a, a title based around an already existing title. It's just add a little play of it. It was very fun. Um, they've had some fun with the title. They've had some fun with the title. So, from fingers to hand, we've got High School Musical in Space. Oh, it's like that series, that popular series of movies, but in space. I, <laughs> I, I legitimately, when you when you were like, hey, Shannon, could you come in and guest on this? I was like, absolutely. The first thing I thought of was High School Musical. <laughs> like straight up, it, like High School Musical, but all of them are robots. And that's why it's a yes for a clever award. I like it. <laughs> I've been Tom McGrath. I've been Matt Turner. And I've been Shannon Greaves. Remember who pitched it? 